Hello and welcome to today's Unpacked Shorts. I'm Charlie Pickles. I am joined as ever by Peter Franklin. Hello. And I'm also joined by Sally Chatterton. Hello. Welcome. So today we are going to talk about how small bureaucratic hurdles can be big barriers for the poor. Now, Peter, this is a piece that you uh, read, or in fact, based on a report from Brookings. And it's essentially saying that, you know, we're making life very difficult for people on low incomes. Can you explain for us? Yes. I mean, this is to do with the transition from secondary to tertiary education, and especially getting into the best colleges, um, or getting into any sort of decent college at all. And... um, Uh, the author Susan Dynarski was looking at what can actually improve access to higher education for for the poorest pupils who are you know have got the talent to be there why aren't more of them getting in and what um, she and this report focus in on is actually the the hassle it takes to to get the relevant qualifications the relevant entrance exams and the um, uh, the American systems of ACT and SAT exams they probably call them ACTS and SATs I don't know but um, and she was describing how difficult it is in many states to actually go through the process not not the the actual <laughs> having the, the talent or doing the work to pass these exams but the process of setting them and, and so what does that process look like then so presumably it's not just you know rock up to your classroom take a test and see how you do no often the 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 examination centers are somewhere else you know so if you don't have a car you know it's 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 less easy to to get there 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 can be fees to to get in and things like that so um and and you have to you know do the paperwork and all of that and you know that's not much fun for anyone but if you're from a poor household um, you don't have the right guidance you don't have the right support structures probably parents who themselves maybe didn't go on to college and therefore haven't gone through the experience that's right you know so so there you you don't have the same um, guidance you don't really have someone to, to take you through the the red tape and yet there is light at the end of the tunnel because actually what this study shows is that you don't have to put barriers in front of people. Um, and so I was really struck by, you give some stats in, in the Unpacked, and, and you say that, um, I think, was it in Boston, perhaps, that they they got rid of these different kind of barriers, these different processes? And they found that for every 1,000 low-income students who had taken the test prior to removing these barriers, mm. um, 480 additional students passed the tests once they had made it easier. And that's a sort of 50% increase in low-income pupils who have taken the test and have had the aptitude and therefore could go on to college, which is quite staggering. Do you think there are um, comparisons in terms of the education system with the UK? I think generally in terms of taking A-levels and things like that, it is a lot simpler. Um, so I don't think that's so much of a problem. And we have seen um, access rates of pupils from uh, poorer households uh, going up, um, despite the predictions that tuition fees and things like that would put people off. There's still quite a lot of work to do to uh, 
oh, get yes. true representation. Absolutely, especially at the you know the, the you know the Oxbridge type universities um, and so on and so forth. But um, I think the area in which we really need to look at is um, vocational or technical education. Um, compare the complexity of that um, to the academic work um, stream um, and actually the pathways of getting the right technical qualifications um, much more complicated just due to the sheer complexity of the system and for, for decades in this country we failed to properly sort that out. I think finally we might be getting to, to, to a place where we radically simplify and streamline the system. Um, but it's something that puts off pupils, especially those pupils for whom, um, you know, you, if you come from the poorest households and, and you don't have a family history of this, um, further and higher education isn't the obvious thing to do. And you're always on the brink of just giving up because you've got so many other things against you that, you know, the bureaucracy or confusion or lack of clarity can be the last straw. And right. Sally, I mean, this, this, it's not just in education or, or skills, is it, that we find these kind of, you know, painful, complicated, bureaucratic mm, barriers? Deeply complicated methods of, well, for example, trying to apply for child tax credits, which it just involves reams of notes as to how to fill in um, an enormous um, notepad of application forms. And, well, that's, you know, that, that I had that trouble, but... Well, something that would probably apply to the lower earners is just uh, doing a tax return at the end of the year. Um, the, the labyrinthine process that, you, that is involved to even log into HMRC, uh, even when you've got one job. But if you've got two, or if you keep changing your jobs, which is often the case with the lower paid, or if you're working in the gig economy, then you know it's, it's deeply complex and very difficult to do. And that can be even just things like, you know, you're asked for particular reference numbers and you've no idea what well, that exactly. reference number is or where to find it. And they don't or ask you what your telephone number is, they ask you for your your mobile phone account number. And I mean, I don't know what my account number is. So, so, so I guess, I mean, Peter, I suppose it is important to draw a distinction between rules around things like eligibility for tax credits or entry to certain um, universities or colleges and kind of red tape or bureaucratic process. Absolutely and um, you know there's nothing wrong with regula regulation literally means rules right um, and um, you often hear people, especially on the right, the free market right, saying, we need a bonfire of regulation. Well, actually, that kind of saying, we need to lower our standards. Um, and people on the left are saying, no, 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 we must have these rules. Um, but actually, what we should be looking at, the real issue, is how much hassle they create. It's the distinction between rules and red tape. And you can have rarely strict rules that actually don't involve huge amounts of bureaucratic um, entanglements. Um, for instance, well, you know, say um, the rules around cladding on buildings, for instance, instead of having these very complex standards, let's just have a rule that say, says, actually, you shouldn't put toxic flammable, um, flammable materials as 
on, on buildings, just have a straightforward ban. Well, right? and that's much like, you know, if we take Sally's example of applying for things like tax credits, I mean, there just should be a simple process where you can do it pretty seamlessly online, where there are forms of verification that can happen easily. You know, this shouldn't be a, a time-consuming, complicated, confusing, painful process for people to go through. You know, it, yes. it shouldn't be beyond the wit of man to work out, you know, to how you can take parts of a process out or, yes. or make it easier to navigate. And why, does, why do governments constantly ask for information that they have on you already right it's and almost these, like they don't want you to get the benefits yes. or they don't want you to successfully submit your tax report but well, the crucial point they, they, sorry sorry i was just going to say that they that they, they, they benefit from our inertia don't they often yes but the crucial point is that for people from the most disadvantaged backgrounds who already find it hard to cope they have all sorts of challenges this as i say can often be the last straw so what's an annoyance and an irritation to a lot of us can actually be debilitating a, a barrier. hard barrier to yeah. to other people absolutely well thank you very much sally and peter um, and also james coney who is our producer please do subscribe to the Unpack Shorts and indeed all of our podcasts at Unheard if you haven't already done so. Um, and please also rate us so that more people can find and listen to the wit and wisdom uh, of the Unpacks. Thank you very much. <laughs>